a lot of people that I see that get caught not looking at those other perspectives, it's usually from a fear of feeling like they're wrong or being called out. Like it does take a little bit of a thick skin if you take things personally to realize that your way maybe isn't working, that you haven't seen a different perspective, that you need to sort of remove yourself from the feeling that, oh my goodness, I've made a mistake. It's taking that feeling away and just going, oh, I hadn't seen it that way. All right, let's give that a go. Unless you're talking to other business people, your friends and family, they're going to give you confirmational bias. They will echo your concerns and fears back to you. That's not necessarily the perspective you want, right? Because they're just viewing it through your lens because they're not familiar with the exact circumstances. They're just going to view it through the same lens that you view from with all of the confirmational bias that you will bring to that conversation. Welcome to the Influence by Design podcast. I'm Samantha Riley, authority positioning strategist for coaches and experts. If you're ready to build a business that gives you more than just a caffeine addiction and you dream of making more money, having more time and having the freedom to be living your best life, then you're in the right place. It's time to level up. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your Thursday co-host, as always, Samantha Riley, and joined by my fabulous friend and accountability partner and podcast co-host, Tim Hyde. How are you, Tim? I'm good. I was about concerned whether you'd changed your name since our last episode. <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't even know what to say we're, to we're doing that. A, we're doing just, just as uh, you heard it here first, people, we're doing a rebrand. No longer <laughs> going to be Samantha Riley. We're going to call you something else. I don't know. What's a good name for you? <laughs> I, I don't know. Just, I, I don't know where you're going with this, so I can't I, I answer that. A, I just see you as a Sam or a Samantha. I don't really see you as something else, you know, a Christine or a, no. a Janice or something. No, though Janice and Christine are perfect for Janice and Christine. I'm definitely a Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I did introduce you like that because that's something we're going to talk about today, the different people in our business and really in the context of seeing the big picture in your business is you know what we're talking about today because i think it's really important to see or understand that there's a big picture and that your perspective can often limit you unless you've got the help of other people helping you see different perspectives it's it's a it's a definite skill i think to that not all business owners possess, mm-hmm. right? We like to think that we do, but we don't yeah. always possess the ability to jump between the weeds where we do the stuff mm-hmm. to the 30,000 foot vision where we get to think and act more strategically. Mm-hmm. Do you right? know, I'm interested to hear your perspective of why you don't think that there are people that do this. I'll give mine in a sec, but I'd love to hear yours first. Um, I think it requires it requires a completely different skill set for a start. Mm-hmm. That's that's probably the first thing. Um, and whether you possess that skill set as well um, as as sort of the detail oriented. Um, but you know, if we if we break this back to I guess some of the fundamentals, you know, I think. Um, is it Gerber who talks about it? it? Must be Gerber who talks about it, right? You've got the so the entrepreneur, the mechanic, and the the manager. I'm mm-hmm, not sure if that's mm-hmm. the exact terms of it. I'll have to go and have a look another 
a look, but you know, so you're they, they you're referring different... to the book just to confirm this. You're referring yes. to the book, the E Myth. I am referring to the E Myth, which is seminal reading. Right, everyone mm-hmm. should read. Absolutely. If you haven't read it, you must go and read that book. I think that's almost the Bible for uh, starting a business. Yeah. Well, certainly for growing a business anyway. But you've got these yeah. different skill sets, right? And people are naturally better at one of these particular skill sets than others. Right? So it's very unusual to find someone who's good at starting things, which is that entrepreneurial, visionary, creative kind of mindset that so many of us possess, right? That's a mm-hmm. skill that got us to where we are right now but when it comes down to the managerial role the kind of the grind the every day i was like oh this is terrible this is boring and then the technician which is another area that a lot of people start at you're good at the thing you do and you suddenly find yourself having a business Mm -hmm. but you don't necessarily possess that entrepreneurial bigger picture Mm -hmm. kind of skill set okay um and and those often you know, sometimes they exist in the one person. Mm. Often they do not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. I think that a lot of people that I see that get caught not looking at those other perspectives, it's usually from a fear of feeling like they're wrong or being called out. Like it does take a little bit of a thick skin if you take things personally to realize that your way maybe isn't working or that you haven't seen a different perspective that you need to sort of remove yourself from the feeling that oh my goodness i've made a mistake or oh my goodness i i saw it and and it was wrong it's taking that feeling away and just sort of going oh i hadn't seen it that way all right let's give that a go yeah look, it, it is we do have this confirmational bias right we've only got one lens to view things with mm-hmm. okay it's the one that sort of you know there's two of them in your head right you're always getting one perspective um and i think this is why we see businesses and we, I mean, let's talk unicorns here right that's there's a lot of household brands that we all know of um the unicorns and the super unicorn businesses very rarely only have one founder yeah we talked they've, about they've that a few episodes got, ago idea. right Right, they've generally got a couple of people involved in the business, and I think if you were to look at that, you'd probably find the same thing. Right, mm-hmm. it's all of a sudden we've got a common scenario, i.e., business growth or you know particular market conditions or whatever. But all of a sudden, you've got more than one perspective looking at it, which gives you a greater understanding of that mm-hmm. scenario and what and how to address it. Totally. When you've only got one perspective, you as the business owner yourself. Right, you're kind of wearing all the hats, but you've only got one perspective on something, and that mm-hmm. may not necessarily be the correct perspective. Totally. I mean, if you were to draw a line on a piece of paper and then you know turn it in a way that you could actually see only see it from the end, it'd be a mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Right, when it's actually a line. Mm. Right, both perspectives are correct. Now, there's many of us that don't have two or three founders or that aren't unicorn companies. I wish I was a unicorn company, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet you also wish you were a unicorn company. That'd be nice. Um, but we're not. And neither are the people that are listening to this podcast. So generally we are, you know, the the founder, we are the person because we don't have other founders. There are other places that we need to go to get these perspectives. Before we talk about the perspectives of the people that we want to bring in, 
there's probably one perspective that we want to say right up, don't consider, right? Yeah. And that's friends and family. And this isn't for your business friends, because I consider you a friend, Tim, but you're a business friend. So that's different to a friend that isn't in business. And the same with family. I've got a client whose dad is extremely successful in business. He listens to his father, very smart move because his dad's very, very successful in business. But my parents, for example, have not ever been in business. So I Your parents actually know what you do. Really? My parents actually have no clue. They cannot get their head around what I do whatsoever. None of my family understands. (laughs) (laughs) I've stopped talking about business with them because they just look at me like, we got no clue what you do. My brother, actually, I went and stayed with my brother um, in Alice Springs a few years ago uh, and I stayed with him for a week and I was sitting on his bed. He just had a little one bedroom apartment and I was sitting on his bed doing all these coaching calls. And uh, at the end of the week, he said, I've listened to you all week on calls to clients. He said, I still have absolutely no clue what you do. <laughs> anyway, that was a long way around to family and friends that aren't in business. They're there to keep you safe uh, because they care about you. Uh, so they're not going to be the best people to go to get some a different perspective about business. I think the other thing there, unless you're talking to other business people, right, they're, they're coming from an employee mindset. Mm-hmm. Right? And so inherently employees, as opposed to entrepreneurs, are more risk adverse. Now, that's not mm-hmm. a global rule, mm-hmm. but it's a pretty good generalization. Right? If you're going to seek the safety and security of a job, you will view employment as a source of consistency and reliability and kind of you know security. Mm-hmm. Right, And more so, I guess, your friends and family, they're going to give you com- confirmational bias. Mm-hmm. They will echo your concerns and fears back to you. Straight back at you like a mirror. (laughs) That's right. Okay. So that's not necessarily the perspective you want, right? Because they're just viewing it through your lens because they're not familiar with the exact circumstances. Mm -hmm. They're just going to view it through the same lens that you view from with all of the confirmational bias that you will bring to that conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay. So not only are they risk adverse, but they're also viewing it only through the lens that you tell them about. Because that's the only lens that they know because they they haven't seen another lens. So let's talk about the different people that can help you get different perspectives around your business. Probably the ones you should be talking to. Yeah, totally. And I think the first one is one that is underutilized uh, a lot of times, and that's the team, the people that you have working with you in different areas. Team can give us perspective. Yeah. Because they, again, they're coming from that from a different perspective, right? We're coming from it from a, at an issue from a strategic standpoint, right? We're coming mm-hmm. at it from the the owner. We're there to make money mm-hmm. for us and our family, um, you know, to do whatever higher purpose that you're in your business for. Mm. The, you know, the people doing the work, well, they bring different skill sets. They bring different perspectives to, and they actually sometimes they bring better outcomes than we might be able to come up with ourselves. Now, We've talked a lot on this show about, you know, whether you should be a micromanager or a macro manager. And I think universally we'll agree that micromanagers suck, mm-hmm. but there's still an element of micromanagement that is required. We can't be all macro. Mm-hmm. Right? Someone needs to kind of get down into the detail, um, whether it's you or your team. But when we kind of coming out of perspe- perspective and, and particularly, I guess, looking at how 
Can we understand what's happening in our business from different perspectives? Absolutely. The team are there, the people there doing the work. They're at the mm. coalface. They will give us a different perspective, right, than we will have coming at it from a different standpoint. Absolutely. I think that being able to ask all of your team how they see it from different angles is a really, really great way to get some sort of perspective on whatever it is you're talking about. Well, what I see from a team perspective, and, and this is a question that I know, Sam, you ask your team and I like to ask my, of mine as well. So this is the outcome that I'm looking for from this thing, function, role, task, whatever. You know, how would you approach that to get the best outcome? Mm. Okay. Because what I think is necessarily the best outcome, that may be just for me, but I'm not the one doing the work. Mm. All right. They may have a different idea on how to achieve the best outcome. Totally. I'm sure that you've had this before. I definitely have where a team member said something and it's just, you think, wow, that was so left field. I wouldn't have even thought of that in a million years, but wow. Okay. That's taken my brain going in a completely different direction. And then that opens up a whole new conversation. It's really valuable. Yeah, absolutely. Second one, I think is probably one that it's going to be a little bit left field for a lot of people, mm -hmm. um, and that's your clients. Yeah. Right? And I think, you know, getting perspective from clients is, in some cases, almost the most important one, right? Because that's mm -hmm. the real litmus test. If your clients don't come back to you and or say you did a good job, well, you know, maybe you're not hitting the mark or you're mm. selling to the wrong people. Mm. It can also show you a perspective that you hadn't considered before. I did ask my clients a few weeks ago, what were their top three things that has moved the needle for them or that they've seen the most impact from? And to be honest, there was one of them that I got from every single person that I actually didn't consider. Yeah. So that was really, really interesting. Well, I think it's also having the courage to ask. Right, just like mm -hmm. having the courage to ask for a referral or say, "Hey, I'd love to get some feedback from you about what's working and what's not working so well, mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. we can address that." But you know, again, we talked about systems last week. But you know, making sure that you've got a system to do that, and if you have to get someone else in to ask the question because it might seem a bit awkward, or you hope your clients are a little bit more open with someone who's not you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's much easier to talk about someone and, you know, call out their flaws than talking to them to their face. Yeah. But, you know, maybe maybe that's a process you put in your business. Like ask your clients and say, what do you like? What don't you like? What can we do better? Totally, totally. Let's talk about the third one. This is something that I have had in my business for probably about 13 years. So, only a third of my business life and it's made a big difference and that's accountability partners. Yeah. I think this is a, an underutilized one mm -hmm. um, as well. A little bit like clients It's probably an underutilized one. It's really difficult to find good accountability partners. I would agree I with believe. that. Yeah. Okay. Um, where, Mind you, that's probably our, our uh, perspective or, you know. <laughs> okay, well, there we go. Yes. There's yeah. another sort of, you know, from my perspective, it's hard to yeah. find good accountability partners. But, you know, echoed by you as well, Sam. So, you know, finding good accountability partners where you can get people who, you know, are in a similar space to you, right? And mm -hmm. we talk this, this this peer mastermind, these peer accountability kind of things is actually 
really good. I think the thing about accountability partners is that not only do you want perspective and perspective is good, how you approach this business, you know, this challenge in the past and so on, but accountability partners requires an element of vulnerability Yes. In you as the business owner yourself, as the entrepreneur. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And we need to, right? We need to be kind of hardened as much as we can because we get knocked around a fair bit. But we also need to be able to be vulnerable to take feedback from clients, from partners, and from people who have been through what we're going through that may be able to give us a different perspective and actually hear that message. Mm. And if we're not A, with the right accountability partners, or B, vulnerable enough to hear some perspective, don't necessarily act on it, right? But hear a different perspective, we can never look to how we grow. Yeah. I think that what constitutes a good accountability partnership is someone that you can have very vulnerable conversations, someone that absolutely keeps that or you feel safe with. You need to know that that person takes that information and uses it only within the conversation and, you know, isn't going to leak that anywhere. And I think that they need to be in a fairly similar place in their business journey. Otherwise, one or the other partner is going to feel like they're taking over more of a coaching role. And that's happened to me before. I joined an accountability group, actually two in the last couple of years, and both times that because those people weren't at a similar place in their journey, I felt like I was actually in a free coaching position and I had to withdraw myself from both of those groups. So, um, you know, I think that you do need to find someone that you're able to help each other. Yeah. Yeah. And again, coming from different perspectives, that's that's the key, right? The key Mm. here with any of these things is giving us a different perspective. Absolutely. Now, the fourth one you've just touched on there already, Sam, and that's actually having a coach or consultant come into your business, right, with a particularly professional skill set and expertise to deliberately, right, coach, mentor, you know, advise you through the challenges that you face as an entrepreneur, right? Now, we all know or should know of this one, right, because certainly if you've listened to our podcast over the last 500 and whatever episodes it is, 550, 540. I don't know how many there are, Sam. There's lots of them, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you know, effectively, this is when you're listening to this podcast, this is what you're seeking, right? As coaches and consultants ourselves, we are giving you perspective on some of the challenges that you may be facing in your business. Now, natural of the podcast, we're making it pretty generic. Mm-hmm. Right? If you wanted specific advice on your business and your business growth, you would get someone like Sam or myself into your business to advise you on specific challenges that you're facing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Prescri- and again, yeah, prescribe. Prescribe, yeah. okay? But giving, you know, prescribing a solution based on our experience with lots working with lots of similar businesses to where you're at right now. Mm, totally. Right? Which totally. gives us perspective and viewpoint on the challenges that you might be facing. Hmm. It's really important that there are people able to show you or point out different perspectives because it's very easy to go down a lane way and only see one, you know, one way and not see what's hiding behind the corners. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because those people have been there before, right? Hmm. They've seen that either in their own business 
or in the other people that they've coached, right? So, you know, you're kind of following the footsteps of people who have, have done it, they've done it before or yeah. have seen it before firsthand. Mm. Um, and that gives you, again, that that perspective of, like, well, if you do these things, you know, nine times out of ten, this will be the result. Totally. Like you could be the old, old, you know, you might get number 10, but more often than not, this is the result if you take that course of action. Right. But as a, you know, you haven't done it. Um, and I think where what you're looking for is someone who's done it a lot. Mm. Right? Or I, done, done it, either done it previously or done it a lot for other people previously. In the yeah. same way that buying a house, the reason you go to a real estate agent is because they sell lots of houses and they're probably much better at it than you. Yeah. They know things that you don't know. I think it's really important just as we're sort of winding up this episode is it's really important to have these different perspectives shown to you and that it's, I would even say if you want to grow your business, it's absolutely crucial and imperative that you do have these different perspectives. But at the end of the day, don't let this send you into a tailspin of overwhelm because you have all these different perspectives. It's still your business. Use those perspectives, but then go with what feels right for you. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you're absolutely right, Sam. You know, you can get overwhelmed with too many voices. You know, the 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 uh, the adage, too many chefs in the kitchen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Ultimately, it's it's your business. It's. You know, it's your life mm-hmm. that you're driving here. You are in the driver's seat, mm-hmm. but you've got yeah, the the safety and reassurance of someone sitting in the passenger seat to navigate you. Absolutely. Help you uh, plug in the coordinates into your GPS, if you will. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, definitely tap into the people in your world to get some different perspectives so that you can grow your business uh, it is, like I said, it's crucial, it's imperative to do that uh, for the growth of your business. Tim, it's been fabulous to hang out with you here again today. And thank you, thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share with someone in your world that would get value from this episode. And please follow us on the podcast platform that you're listening to us on so that you are notified every time an episode drops. We'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of Influence by Design. Ciao. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com.